Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You've been stewing about a health problem you have. You almost resort to texting your group chat to get your friends' opinions. You're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat, but you know where you can find it? You can find it through a doctor on ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat most every condition under the sun. Go to ZocDoc.com slash absolutely and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash absolutely. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing well. It's a beautiful week. We are full into Aquarius season. We are full into February. We are doing the freaking most. A lot to discuss. A lot to unravel. What a wild weekend. Had a great time. I did two shows in Ohio. Then I went to Indianapolis to round out the weekend. Amazing shows. Thank you to everybody who came out. Had so much fun. Cleveland, you fucking brought it. Cincinnati, one of my favorite places to perform in always. And Indianapolis keeps it weird. You know what I mean? And that is what makes the world go round. Double shout out, not that I want to say I favored one city than the other, but I did see when we were in Cincinnati, we rolled up and I had to stop at a Walgreens to get a cuticle clipper. Cuticles felt dry, needed a little, you know, upkeep got a cuticle clipper and some Zyrtec. And I was standing in the Walgreens just looking for, you know, some antihistamines for a little mid-February nasal flare-up. And I smell something in this downtown Cincinnati Walgreens. And I look over the lady next to me smoking a blunt in the store, full puffs, didn't care, no fucks. And I said, you know what? Talk about be the you today you want to be tomorrow. You know what I mean? Didn't care. And that's why I love Ohio. The Midwest in general is just no one gives a fuck in the best way. Lots of fucks, but none as well. But Cincinnati, listen, I got to give you all a big shout out. What a fucking show. The crowd was amazing. You know, when you guys sit in the first two rows and I do crowd work and you're great, it's so much fun. Everybody was giving me fucking life. It was such a fun show. I love the Taft Theater. Shout out to them. Just a blast. Just such a blast. Wanted to. Update y'all on our little, (laughs) we weren't even going to, I wasn't even going to go public with this, but it's too funny not to. Had a small security breach 
after one of the shows. Okay. And I'm just gonna, I'm, we're all good. No one was harmed. I, I never felt like I was, should fear, but I just want y'all to know the stakes as to where we've gotten. Now, this does not mean, I want you to know that this is not me doing some sort of weird humble brag, like, wow, (laughs) security breach, I need it. No, 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 that's not like that. This is just a testament to the power of drunk white women. So after the show, one of the shows, I am downstairs. Right after the show, I rip off my costume because I sweat pretty bad in it. I rip it off and I just throw on black tea, you know, black jeans, my Nikes. I'm wolfing down some Chick-fil-A nuggets because I don't eat before the show, so I'm starving. And I see a young woman downstairs and she walks right past me. So I'm sitting at a table with Erica, one of our lovely representatives from the touring group, and Raymond and I. And they both have their backs to this lovely woman. So I see her walk by. She's in a pair of hot leather shorts, tight top, knee-high boots. I think she might work for the theater. I'm like, oh, she probably dressed up. Because a lot of times when I go to theaters, like the manager will dress up kind of like on theme to be like, oh, I heard you like animal prints. I'll throw some on. So I'm sitting down there minding my business, not thinking anything of it. So I see this woman go around the corner and she goes right past me. I'm the only one who can see her. Everybody else has their backs to her. I'm the only one who can see her. She walks right past me, doesn't see me, doesn't make eye contact and looks down a hallway. Right. So she walks past, looks left, looks right. And I don't think anything of it. I'm like, all right. She may be lost, but I'm also like not worried. So then I walk around the corner to my dressing room. I'm about to get ready, throw all my sneakers and head up to do the meet and greet after the show. Little VIP thing. And all of a sudden I look up in the doorway of my dressing room and there is this woman. Let's call her Lynn's. Okay. Let's call her Lynn's. That isn't her name, but let's call her Lynn's. Lynn's looks at me and just says, the, I would say probably the creepiest thing you could ever say to a human. Completely harmless. It's an LOL moment. But I'm going to tell you this right now. If for any reason you do get backstage, never say the following. So she's standing in the doorway, like her back against the door. So my door is propped open, right? She's standing with her back against the door and just goes, I found you. <laughs> I found you. And I just go, you sure did. You sure did. Chris follows her because he immediately is like, hmm. Now, I had some friends at the show, so he knew people were going to be coming backstage. But we always have like backstage passes that are like, you know, there's a security briefing, all this jazz. And so Chris comes around the corner. He just goes, who that? Who is that? And I said, this is, ma'am, what is your name? And she's like, Lynn's. And I said, this is Lynn's. He's like, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. And he literally yells, security. And I go, she's fine. We got it. I said, Lynn's, why don't you take a walk with me? I grab my sneakers, right? Here's the thing. At no point, I mean, listen, I could take down a slender white woman. You guys, you both know it. All right, I've got thick bone structure. I mean, I'm, I'm a fighter. I'm not, I wasn't stressed, but I just knew that this woman. So, okay, wait, the first thing out of her mouth is, I found you. The second thing out of her mouth is, I said, you sure did, Lens. I said, how'd you find me? She goes, I just walked in like I owned the place. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, bitch. I was like, fuck yeah, you did. She's like, I literally just went up to security and said, I'm, I'm Lens," and walked right in. And, I, and also this downstairs backstage was pretty confusing. Like she had to go through a lot of tunnels, a lot of doors, a lot of twists and turns. And she just shut up. I found you. 
So Chris is like, like he jumps into action. You know what I mean? Thinking that I'm about to get stabbed. He's like, this is the moment. I'm like, we're good. We're good. So I just escort her upstairs. I'm like, hey, walk with me. Walk and talk with me. Security has now realized what's happening. Now, mind you, two of the security guards have been eating the Chick-fil-A nugget tray. Okay? Class act. Fucking love it. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. And I said, you guys have as many nuggets as you want. You know what I mean? Like, this is for everybody. Have the nuggets. But that's the problem. I lured security away from the post with the snack. That was half my fault. And then we escorted her up chit-chatted with her on the way up. She's like, we've got a party bus. Do you want to get on? And I was like, hey, girl, my job's technically not done for the night. So I'm going to go chit-chat with some people. I've got to close up the theater. We have to do, you know, some stuff. I got to pack my uniform. I got to do a couple things. I'm going to sit down, have a little dinner. I got to say hi to a couple folks. And then maybe I'll meet you on the party bus. I go, do you know where your party bus is? She says, I'll find them. Like, I found you. I'm going to find them. And security's like, we got it. They escort her very gently out. No threat, no cause. But I just want y'all to know, if, in fact, you were ever in a situation, okay, because that's definitely never going to happen again at one of our shows. But if you're ever in a situation where you get past, you know, I'd say, Past the the dotted line, right? Say you're at a Ricky Martin concert and you really love him. Say you're at a, I don't know, Harry Styles. You know, you're at the house of Harry and you were somehow able to finagle your way, sweet talk your way backstage. Never, under any circumstances, walk into someone's private room where they've just taken off their wet spanks and wrung them dry in in the sink and then say, I found you. You know what I mean? Say, hey, loved the show. Hey, this is so fun. Hey, is this your dressing room? Hey, can I have some hair from your hairbrush? All of those would be more acceptable instead of, I found you. (laughs) Like, it was, it was just, and I go, you sure did. You sure did, Linz. You sure did. I've been wearing my star face pimple patches everywhere. I love star face. I also really love their face wash. I've been taking that on the road. Game changer. Listen, we all get zits. We all get little blemishes on our face, but why not cover it up with something cute? Okay. There's nothing worse than going to bed and looking like a damn monster. But now I can look like, you know, just a cutie, a cutie with a star sticker on my face. It actually goes to work. I absolutely love Starface. I think it's just an awesome company. Starface has a full range of different stickers, but I love their Hydro Star pimple patches for whatever mood I'm in. There's classic yellow, a colorful multi-pack, a solid black, a cute blue star with salicylic acid. That's the thing. You put the little sticker on your face. It's got everything underneath the surface is going to work, and we love that. They're super easy to apply to. I like to prep my skin for the Hydro Stars by washing my face with Starface's gentle cleanser space wash is what they call it. And then I apply the stars to any spots needed. I also love a powerful micro dart patch called the micro cloud. These cute cloud shaped patches are made with tiny self-dissolving micro darts that dive deep into skin to target early stage pimples that are dry or irritated. They're filled with key ingredients like hyaluronic acid, niacinamide, salicylic acid to help calm and hydrate the skin for faster healing. Micro cloud is only available in the U.S. at starface.world. That's S-T-A-R-F-A-C-E dot world w-o-r-l-d in for a limited time starface is offering all absolutely not listeners free shipping on your first micro cloud order just enter promo code absolutely at checkout again that's absolutely for free shipping on your first micro cloud order 
You know what? I love it. I will take my athletic greens, my AG1 everywhere. AG1 is the freaking best. You want to know why I love it so much? Because it keeps me regular and it keeps me regulated and it is such a no-brainer. I take one scoop, put it in water in the morning. I can take the travel packs with me. I take the whole pack with me if I'm going somewhere far for long. And it just helps me feel like I'm doing something good for my body. I freaking love Athletic Greens, which is now, you know, called AG1 for short, but I take the AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. And I gave it a try because I just would travel so much and I was getting sick and run down and my immunity was low and not to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. How often my stomach would get messed up. I had no gut lining. I had no probiotics, no prebiotic. It was just a fucking shit show. But that's why I love AG1 because it's an all in one formula that makes it easy for me to cover my nutritional bases every day. With every scoop of AG1, it is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support boosted energy and focus, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. We love it. It's also delivered directly to me every month, so it's been super easy to make it a daily habit. And if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Check it out. You'll love it. So we had a little bit of a security breach. We laughed about it. I mean, you know, listen, I'm not fucking worried. But um, famous last words. But it just, I do have to say, that was one of probably the, out of all the things in the English dictionary, hell, even in like the French dictionary, that you could probably come up with, I found you is hands down the worst. Speaking of I found you, not to, you know, really sound the alarm, but what the fuck is going on? And when I say what the fuck is going on, listen, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I, I also think that if you don't ask a couple questions, you get your head in the sand. You know what I mean? I'm not storming the Capitol by any means, but I am wondering, are the aliens are here, right? Because there's a lot of things getting shot down. And you know, I know that we all know that the aliens are real. Okay. They've been saying this for a while. So this isn't like, oh, Heather, there's no alien. There's aliens. But I saw a couple of news briefings. Like I really put myself in a tailspin at like 9 p.m. while watching the Super Bowl last night. Really put myself in a tailspin. While everybody else was watching the sports, I somehow ended up on like people doing deep dives of what's actually going on. What's actually going on, you know, with all these unidentified objects crashing to the ground. And they're definitely either UFOs or it could be some sort of hey, another country's testing out some sort of like chemical warfare situation. But now they've shot one down over Canada, over Alaska, over, over Lake Huron, a couple on the eastern seaboard. So things are, there's, there's multiples. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But all I know is literally in the first, I'd say three minutes of Rihanna's performance last night, I was on Amazon buying emergency survival kits. Also, God bless the people in Turkey and Syria with everything that was going on with that horrific earthquake. You just kind of like, I don't know what has happened in the last like 72 hours. I just feel like maybe I should have like, you know, some sort of prep bag, an emergency bag, at least a fucking flashlight. And I'm not even trying to be funny right now, but at least a fucking flashlight and maybe a loose can of water in the fucking car. God forbid something happens. Now I've said, you know, when the Lord comes or if the bomb hit, take me, just let me out first. I'm ready to go. I've done my time. I'm a good gal. You know, I could look to the Lord and say, 
I found you. You know what I mean? Right here. Hey, I found you. Or maybe God will say that to me. You know, the angels will come down. We found you. And I'll go, I'm, yes, I've been sitting at the same Chipotle every Monday at noon for, I'd say, the last three years. But anyways, I manically bought a bunch of random shit. I know I bought you, uh, y'all. I know you're gonna be like Heather. You're nuts. I don't know why. I was just between the Super Bowl and you know I got stressed. Rihanna's pregnant. I mean, good for her. I'm so thrilled for her. But then I got stressed. I think it was the the knowing that we're never gonna get a new album because I'm a I'm a Fenty Navy gal. You know what I mean? Am I a part of the Beehive? Yes. Am I a Fenty Navy? Yes. I just felt like, well, you know what? I could have spent the money on new tickets. I could have spent the money on a, the Beyonce and the Rihanna tour. But since we're not getting that, I'm going to go ahead and maybe buy some seeds. I bought seeds. I bought iodine tablets. I bought three like emergency kits. I bought some solar things to charge stuff and wind up radios. So Jeff is also like getting these receipts on Amazon. He's like, what the fuck are you buying? This is like, bing, bing, like his DraftKings thing is going off. And then it's, it's the alert that Heather just bought wind up radios. And just like, what are you doing? I go, I don't know, Jeff, the aliens are coming, which I think that either way they'll beam us up. Like, I don't know what is happening, but I said, I just feel like I need to buy some seeds and beans. You know what I mean? Can you fault me? I think it's pretty normal just to have maybe an eight pack of water, a loose can in the car and a fucking flashlight. I'm not over here trying to whistle blow. I'm just saying something in my soul has been stirring. Okay. And after that woman Sent a little shock through my spine with the, I found you. I said, maybe I just need to have a pepper spray in the right pocket and some iodine in the left. You know what I mean? Also, Jeff was like, have you read on how to use any of this? Heather, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with these loose seeds? And do you know how to wind up a radio? He was like, do you think that if something actually happens, right? Some catastrophic thing actually happens, they're going to be broadcasting it? I said, the other people will from their bunker. Yeah, they will. I just, I don't know. He said, seeds. Do you know shit about gardening? I go, we're going to learn, bitch. I told you. After I watched Top Gun, I felt like I needed a skill. Well, guess what? I got the book on how to make bread. And it's way more complicated than I thought it was going to be. Okay? I bought four books on how to make bread. I have a bread maker. Do you know that you actually have to, like, understand science and be able to, like, count out like measure out things from grams. You Everything's in grams. Nothing's in like cups or quarts. You got to go by the other, the metric system. Okay. So I'm over here. Not only do I have to figure out how to like long to let the starter sit or the dough to rise or how long you have to leave it in the fridge covered. It's, it's like a, it's a mad science experiment every fucking time you want to make a goddamn sourdough loaf. Okay. So I already bit off more than I could chew there. So I'm already feeling, I'm double downing on the fact that I realize I have no life skills except telling jokes and I'm, I have a keen sense of direction. You know what I mean? Keen sense of direction. Backstage at the show in Indianapolis, this lovely young woman who is a friend of a friend came up to me and said, hey, Heather, just want you to know I got pregnant because I used modern fertility. My husband and I didn't know about my fertility. She literally like told me that she ordered the modern fertility online, came to her house, she checked her fertility, and she was like, oh, dang, we should probably get on this. So 
If you have not heard me talk about modern fertility before, well, you've been living under a rock, but I freaking love it. Modern fertility is an awesome way to test your hormones at home with a simple finger prick, okay? You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka like if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results and to review them with your doctor for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would usually cost at a fertility clinic. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Traditional testing at a fertility clinic can cost a well over $600. I mean, it's absolutely insane. But listen, work smarter, not harder. Just go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Order your test kit today and you're going to be so thrilled that you did it that you can get a nice insight into your hormones all in the comfort of your own home. That's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. You know, because you listen to the podcast, you clearly like a nice auditory response, right? You like to hear things and it can turn you on. It can make you feel some type of way. Well, listen. I deserve a sex life that is what? Fill in the blank, right? What comes to mind? Don't be afraid to say it. Say it out loud, whatever you feel, because I'm telling you right now, whatever it is, you do deserve it. And Dipsy can help you get there in new and sexy ways. What I love about Dipsy is it's an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. Okay, so they help bring these sexy scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about secondhand romances, adventurous vacation blings, and hot and heavy hookups. Here's the thing. If you already listened to this, you know, you know, my, my voice is sexy, but why not even take it to the, the next level of sexiness? Dipsy is awesome. All you do is download the app. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30 day free trial when you go to Dipsy, that's D I P S E A stories.com slash absolutely. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D I P S E A stories.com slash absolutely. That's Dipsy stories.com slash absolutely. Remember, they have have also other stories if you're not just into the sexy stories they have sleep stories wellness sessions that are just awesome as well let dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time explore your fantasies relax and unwind or heat up things with a partner again that's dipsy d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash absolutely dipsy stories.com slash absolutely i just realized in the middle of recording i was supposed to be on a zoom <laughs> Supposed to be on a work Zoom. And if you saw me right now, if you saw me in this basement bunker, I'm in my office in the basement. I have on a Italy t-shirt with no bra. I have on Miss Eatwell cheetah print pants at the bottom. I fell asleep. My hair extensions are a full rat's nest right now. And I look like I've actually been up, you know, on conspiracy theory talk. I'm unwell. I'm unwell. Fuck. I, this always happens to me. It's not in the it's not in the calendar. I don't see it in the calendar. Do not see it in the calendar. It is not in the calendar. Fuck me. I swear to God. Oh my God. They're like, we found you. You're supposed to be on a Zoom right now. We found you. Anyways, where were we? What were we? I don't know. See, this is the problem. Usually you would record this in a studio while somebody else would be in there and then they'd remind you where you were at, but I don't know where you're at. So we're just going to start from scratch. Anyways, oh yeah, I bought seeds. I bought seeds and beans. They're going to arrive, I don't know, probably in the next two weeks, which is probably too late. So in the meantime, I'm trying to learn a skill. I'm trying to learn a skill. You know, rearing children should probably be the skill 
that I should be getting myself together with right now, but that's just not really in the cards for me right now. You know what I mean? Honestly, this weekend's turnaround was tough. I did three shows, two states. So we did the show in Cleveland. Then the next morning we drove across the state to Cincinnati. Then we turned around, drove to Indy. I mean, there weren't crazy far distances, but it's a lot. It's a lot. And then you fly out Sunday. Met a nice gal in the Delta Sky. Met two nice gals in the Sky Club in Indianapolis. Met one lady who sat next to me, lovely gal, and let me know that she was too hungover on Saturday to make it to my show. So that's always really fun. I love that. That's great. Just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. She was a big fan and said she partied too hard Friday night and all of her friends went to the show and she did not make it because she was too hungover. We've all been there. That's not me doing anything except just knowing that, some, you know, we can't party like we used to, but that's fun. That's fun. You know what I mean? That's, that's all I'll say there. Anywho, really excited to dive into the hotline tonight. I met so many fantastic people at these shows. You guys were a hoot and a holler. I also know living in the Midwest, living in the Midwest is just, it's a raw, raw place. You know what I mean? They've got a lot going on there. It's kind of confusing at times too, because they're just like, you know, they're, we were in Indiana and I said, what are, what's your mask on? They said, the Hoosiers. I said, well, what is a Hoosier? And nobody could give me a real straight answer. The man, Stephen, on the front row said he was a Hoosier. And I said, Stephen, you're sitting front row at a Heather McMahon show, sucking down peanut M&Ms like a good boy. And I don't know if you, if that, you should be the, I would say the absolute mascot representative of Indiana. You know what I mean? So I still couldn't get a real understanding of what a Hoosier was, but either way, I believe Stephen the man on the front row who's eating peanut M&M's all show. I believe that was him. I believe he was it. So if anybody can give me any clarity on that, would love to know more. But yeah, Ohio, great place. Zero fucks given. Lady smoking a blunt in the middle of uh, Walgreens on a, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, like hardcore Ohio. And I fucking love it. Hardcore. Hardcore. But it's great. It is so great. Had great food from a place, I believe, Pepe and Dolores in Cincinnati. Rigatoni alla vodka. Phenomenal. It was fucking great. Oh, I know what I was saying. I should be, I should be rearing children. That's what I should be learning. I should be rearing children right now. I guess that's the one life skill that women in their mid-30s should have or be doing. And I guess you just learn because my mom said you have no idea what to do with children and they come out and you just figure it out. So that, and I've always been that way with kind of everything. You know what I mean? A new exercise program. I just jump in and learn. I do no research beforehand. So I felt like maybe I needed to sharpen my brain skills and like study something. Like you have to study pastry. You have to, to, to study cooking. You have to go in there and like really learn tactile, tangible skills. But I've already, re I've already tapped out. It's too hard. It's too hard. I can make a banana bread, but if you're asking me to become this some wild bread maker, you're out of your mind. And when we were down at the Turks and Caicos, we met our friend Harriet, who owns Tribe, which is this incredible bakery down in Providentialis. And she was like, yeah, my husband gets up at 2.30 every day to like start baking the bread. That's too early. 
And my girlfriend, Soraya, who owns the wonderful breakfast and bakery spot, Hen Mother Cookhouse, she's there like 3 a.m. every day making croissants. That's too early. I mean, if I could just stay up and cook till four, but if the hours are I got to cook from two to seven, that's not going to work. If you're like, you can start baking this shit at 11 p.m. and then go to bed at three, then I'm fucking rocking and rolling. And we're about to have the best croissants you've ever seen this side of the Mississippi. But those hours don't work for me. And when I when I read more about bread making, specifically in the sourdough region, which is the best version for me because I have a mild gluten sensitivity, I realized this bitch is too fickle. You know what I mean? It's too fin- finicky. It's fickle. I need like, you know, if you get in a jet ski and you press the gas, you're fucking going. That's what I need. I need, if you, like, I need to learn mountain biking or how to tie rope or, you know, paragliding, something where you can get in, learn left, right, stop, don't jump, land, and then you're good. And I know there, there's a lot more that goes into paragliding and sailing. Okay. I, I do understand that, but that is where we're at. That is where we're fucking at. Okay. Great. Anywho, lots of other exciting things happening. Back on the road this weekend, shout out to Knoxville, Tennessee. I've got a tight turnaround. I'm coming to Knoxville, Tennessee, and then we're coming up to Philly, one of my favorite cities to perform in. I am so sorry that the Eagles did not win. You guys are still winners in my heart, though, because you have Jason Kels, who's on your team, and I think I think he's adorable. Kels? Kelsey. I don't know. The Kels brothers, Kelsey? He's just a beefy daddy and I know he's married. So no, you know, all, all respect to his beautiful family, but that's, that's a winner in my heart. You know what I mean? And I love Kansas city. You know, I, I don't have any major loyalty to one sports team being a Falcons fan. You just bend over and roll the dice. You know, I don't know if you remember the last time we went to the Super Bowl, but we were up 21 and then Tom Brady came back with Gronkowski and (laughs) laid down the hammer. So, you know, I'm not throwing salt in my own wound. I'm just, I want everybody to have a good time. But anywho, cannot wait to be back in Philly. Oh, side note, you guys, I'm pretty sure Philly's almost sold out, but people have been DMing me. So the website has been down through Ticketmaster to buy tickets in Philly. So you have to call. I don't have the number in front of me, but I will be putting some stuff up this week on Ticketmaster. We've been selling so many tickets like day of, day before, call, just Google. Hopefully the website should be up, but they literally had the FBI investigating on this because there was some sort of like another security breach, another leak. So if you're having trouble getting tickets, just bear with me, but call, call and you can buy them. But I'm very excited. Knoxville, Philly, then we're going to, we got three shows in DC. I'm coming everywhere. We got Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? We're coming to Providence, Rhode Island. Burlington, Vermont. I'm coming out west. Hey, Vancouver. Vancouver. I know you guys are mad at me last time because I had to cancel the show because I had to go to LA for work. And I apologize about that. I apologize. Couldn't make it international. I'm coming to Vancouver and we've got, I mean, I'm basically going to have to be standing on the side of the sidewalk with the sandwich board to sell fucking tickets. Okay. All of these other shows, packed. Seattle, Portland, that, those are sold out. So if you want to come, if you live in the Pacific Northwest and want to come to a show, cross the border an hour to Vancouver, okay? We, wide open. It's going to be like a, a, somebody may even be able to suck on a teat. It'll basically be an entire security breach because we're all just going to be sitting together, kumbaya telling jokes and talking intimately. 
If you've ever wanted to have like a personal therapy session with Heather, come to the Vancouver show. All right. As always, you can get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to be there. It's going to be a blast. Okay. Let's get into it. As always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. Let's get into it. Hey, Heather. This is Lakin and Meredith from Iowa. Um, we just went to your show last night in Indy. Great show. We loved it. We just have to bring up some ridiculous bullshit that we encountered, though. Um, so we're all just there trying to giggle with you. We're waiting in line for a drink. Our friends, yeah, they're swapping in and out to the bathroom like all gals do. The group of four ladies behind us in line, they lost their fucking mind. <laughs> they're yelling at us to get to the back of the line. Like when one of our friends would come back from the bathroom, they'd yell at us to get to the back of the line saying that they were more important because they had kids and should be served first. They were going on about how they donate to charities, so they should get served first. Makes no sense, right? Um, but most importantly, they were acting like wild fucking animals. They were growling at us, standing behind us, growling at us. Uh, we should have recorded it. So absolutely not to those old Indianapolis hags. Love and light. Okay, this is going to be controversial, but that's funny. That's funny. Okay, first of all, first of all, you got growled at. All right, this may have been the same party bus of women who came up to me and said, I found you. We found you. Okay, so you got growled at. And you're telling me that, you know, this every McMahon show is a safe space. So I'm not here to start the controversy. I'm not pitting the Iowa gals against the Indiana gals. But I'm telling you what, if you're getting growled at, and it's always, you know, it when the Titanic sinks, who do they say is all first? Women and children. Do I technically fall in that category? Yes. Would I like to be on the life, you know, on the, the life-saving boat first? I would. But I know. I know that I can't pull that card because people are going to take a look at my shoulders and go, get in the back, brah. And I'm going to say a full woman and they're going to go, doesn't matter. We need you to fight. And I'm going to go, you're right. See, these are the things that I think about at night when I'm laying down. When I'm laying down trying to relax, these are the things that stir in my heart and mind. You know, I want everybody, usually everybody's been really behaving themselves except for the woman who almost murdered me backstage. But other than that, everyone's been behaving themselves and been awesome and been great. And I had so much fun at all the shows. But you know what? I do sometimes hear the touch and the go every now and then there's a little tussle outside and, you know, in the bathroom, a woman trips another gal in her new Dolce Vita heels. You know, there's always something. I'll tell you what, though, I'm excited to go back to Boston. Okay. And I'm playing a really cool the theater at Emerson. I'm so excited to play that Boston show. But last time, I told y'all this before, last time at the Boston show, two women got in a fight in the parking lot. Over what? I don't know. Over who? I don't know. But if that isn't the most Boston shit I've ever heard. So I got to be honest with you, after spending 72 hours in the Midwest, it is checks out. You know, I think a lot of people think, oh, Midwesterners, soft in the center, eating a lot of corn, you know? Blood sugar's touch and go. Not really with it. Nah. See, dude, this is how people think about Southern people. Like, we don't know. Eyes in the back of our fucking head. You know what I mean? Midwestern girls ready to fight. Now, I'll never, ever promote fight. There's no reason. We're here to giggle. So I like the, I would like the comeback tour to be a safe space for everybody. But I like 
that you called in and said, listen, we were ready to roll. We were ready to rumble. They said they were more important because they had children. Well, we know that's not true. You know what I mean? I love a Mother's Day out. I love a night out for the gals. You, you know, my favorite thing is when I, after the Cincinnati show, real talk, it, the Cincinnati theater can either get like super hot or super cold. And I was burning up after the show. So I opened the side window and I did this last time I was at the Taft Theater and this great cool breeze. It's just like this wild tunnel of air comes through and so I'm cooling off and I can hear people talking about the show as they leave the theater. You know, girls screaming, oh my God, that was so fun. Hell yeah, da 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 You know, just like, Carol, get in the Uber, whatever. And this couple was walking by and they were like, fuck yeah, that was a blast. And so I scream, hey guys. And the, this couple came up and they were like, dude, we've had two kids and this is our first real night out feeling like adults since we've had two kids. And I was like, fuck yes. Thank you guys for coming out to the show. It meant the world to me, it meant the world to them. We just had a great little like, hell yeah. And that's a good reminder that when I'm doing jokes, blowjob jokes or just jokes in general, it's for a good cause. It's to bring people together. And this should be, every show should bring it, be a time to bring people together. Not have a, not the age gap. Cause we got a couple younger gals in line getting the same white wine that the older gals with six kids are getting. Can we not all be good examples for each other? Or if you're going to fight, take it out in the fucking parking lot. Cause I don't have in enough insurance on the building. If you start bop, bop, you know what I mean? If you start, brah, I'm fighting my own battles backstage with a woman named Lynn's who said, I found you. You know what I mean? I already got to keep on my toes. And if you've never done stand-up comedy, essentially what stand-up comedy is, is you get up on stage in front of millions of people. And I say millions, I think there was like 1,200 in the crowd that night. You get up on stage in front of about 1,200 people and they're expecting you, you to make them feel fulfilled and laugh. It's insane. It is the most insane job in the world to get up and just try and make people laugh. I love it. It's the best job in the world. It's the only thing, I've told you this before, it's the only skill I have, that and I have a keen sense of direction. And I can Kegel pretty freaking hard. But I'm out here. I say like sometimes right before I walk out on stage, I'll turn to Chris or Ray or whomever. And I'll just say, this is a wild. Like it still is not. Like I've been doing comedy for 20 fucking years, but it's still there are days where I'm like, this is unhinged. This is the wildest thing to do. I'm out here fighting for my life. You know what I mean? But then I find out that we got broads fighting for their lives over who's getting the last, you know, seltzer. At the damn bar. Enough. And I don't want any name calling on the podcast, but enough. You know what? If, if, if I'm in my mid-30s and the younger gals are cutting line, this is a teaching moment. The more you know, bitch, maybe step up and say, hey, girls, you know what? We don't get out much because we have kids, but that's okay. I see you girls are having a great night. You know what? Round's on me. Get in the back of the line. What do you want? It's on me. But no, we had to bring it up. We got kids. Yeah, well, some of us just also bought seeds. You know, we've got kids. We're buying seeds. We're prepping for the end. China's sending weather balloons that are probably not for the weather. You know what I mean? We're all basically holding on for dear life. Next week, I got to get somehow figure out how to get from Knoxville, Tennessee to Philadelphia. Riddle me this. If you don't think I'm going to be rolling into Philly with a heart for the Lord and a spirit to bop, bop, pop off, you're out of your mind. Somebody better show up to that theater with a chili, fi chili fee steak, a Philly cheese steak, 
and a 40. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of days where I could use an excuse. I've got eczema. I should be at the front of the line, but I'm not. You know what I mean? I had an ovarian cyst rupture. My ovary flipped upside down and then a, <laughs> a fluid-filled sac spontaneously combusts on an airplane. And if you've never heard that podcast episode, it's called Ovaries on an Airplane. Back in, I think, October, November 2019, and it's the best episode ever, so go back and listen. Could I also use that? Yeah, that could be my excuse. But we're not going to use those excuses because we're a family. We're a community. And I'm sounding the alarm that everybody apparently needs to buy some seeds. <laughs> oh, what am I talking about? Dude, and I didn't realize there was beef between Iowa and India. I'm sure India. It's not India, Heather. What if there was random beef between Iowa and India, the country of India? What if there were just these like spy weather balloons in quotes and no quotes, because, you know, I don't believe it, that India just started sending stuff to Iowa because they were like, we've got beef. We don't know why, but we've just got fucking beef. I'm talking Indiana. Sorry, I don't know why I was calling it India. Indiana. I know. I'm Googling. What's the beef with Iowa and Indiana? Let's see. Three things. Indiana men's basketball loses at Iowa 91 to 89. Well, there you go. So there you go. I don't know what happened. I just Googled what's the beef with Iowa and Indiana. And it came up that Indiana men's basketball lost recently 91 to 89. And that's going to be heartbreaking. And I'm sure a lot of those women who were in line who said, you know, we're more important. We've got kids. Maybe their kids were at the basketball game. Maybe they saw this devastating loss, you know. Oh, and it says why the Hoosiers lost to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Another thing I asked somebody in the in the front row at the Indiana show. I said, where are you from? He goes, Iowa. And I said, what's your mascot? And he goes, the Hawkeyes. And when I asked him, what's a Hawkeye? Is it the eye of the hawk? He didn't really know either. So really, people from Iowa and Indiana, neither of y'all know what's going on. I would say categorically, categorically, just pull that tongue twister out. With, I'd say your school, ma- respectfully, either y'all school's ma- mascots. No one knows what the fuck a Hawkeye is, and nobody knows what a Hoosier is. But never forget the day that a hawk took one of my cats off my back porch, and my dad said, Kitty's gone, hawk got him. And if you don't know what that phrase or that reference is, you're new here. Okay, you're new here. And just a real 30 second recap my daddy came inside and said, Kitty's gone, hawk got him. And that meant the cat is gone, a hawk got him. So my dad wasn't even that country. So here's the thing. See, you know what? In that moment when you were beefing with the the older women, we could have just done a Google search. Hey, why are we beefing? And then we could have said, ladies, we're not at a basketball game right now. We're at the Heather McMahon show. The room filled, filled with laughter and fun and possible murderers. And so, you know what? This is a time for us to come together and buy each other a round of drinks and help each other in the bathroom. I'll pull your spanks up if you'll pull mine up. And that's what it really should be about. Thank you for letting me know. I will also add that to my security briefing before the show. But I just want y'all to know that we're not going to bring that energy or that attitude to the next round. Knoxville, I want to see sisters buying sisters drinks. Philly, I want everybody bringing me cheesesteaks and I'd like cannolis. And last time I was in Philly, I got a really big pizza that said thick neck, thin ankles. I'd like another. I'd also like some great, I don't know, other Philadelphia things. 
I'd love some La Colombe. Also, you guys can bring me gifts. Actually, maybe not next weekend. You can bring bring me edible gifts, but I don't think I can do it. I th- don't think I can do a check bag next week because I we got a tight turnaround. We're gonna be racing from Knoxville to Philly. Either way, though, I want you to know when I was in Cleveland, the lovely lady who was our runner, which means she runs like if you know I need Pepto before the show, she runs out. She works with the theater. She said I got a couple nice gifts, and she said, "Wow, these are nice." But I'll tell you, who gets the nicest gifts, Clay Aiken. She said people bring him Bibles, but like bedazzled Bibles and bedazzled things and toys. I didn't really further investigate toys. You know what I mean? So I just wanted y'all to know that I also know that Clay Aiken's getting a lot more love. Okay? So maybe if the the Hoosiers and the Hawkeyes spent less time grappling in line over a fucking basketball game and got together on the forum and thought, what kind of gifts can, what kind of things can we whittle out of wood for Heather Maybe we could really bring the community together. And that's on God. Hey, shout out real quick, though, to the Bottle Works Hotel. And this is not sponsored or anything. They're just great hotel. If you go to Indiana, stay at the Bottle Works Hotel. It's awesome. Really, really just wonderful. They were so accommodating. And they're just great. And it's in a cute little area. And that's the place to be. Also saw a bride taking her photos outside of this hotel. And she had a vape that was the size of a remote control. Like a clicker. You know what I mean? I mean, I call it a clicker. Where's the clicker? because my mom's from Boston, but like a 14, an iPhone 14 Max Pro is what this woman was smoking out of in her gorgeous gown. And I just thought, yeah, fuck yeah. That's an Indiana bride if I've ever seen one. So anyways, the reason for this season is, is to get everybody together and have a giggle. And I don't want to hear the rest. Thank you. Next voicemail. Heather, I'm going to remain anonymous on this one, but I've got it absolutely not for you. Okay. I'm just taking a little jiggity jog in my neighborhood, you know, stretching the old legs. And as I'm running, I'm feeling a peculiar feeling between the legs. You know what I'm saying? Um, My tampon straight up fell out my vagina. Have you ever run so fast that you've literally ran your tampon out of your vagina? Like full on came out. And, you know, I'm on a pretty popular crowded trail. So what am I to do? I mean, I continue running and act like nothing's happening. But I'm pretty damn uncomfortable. We cut that run a little short. Um, I did not know I had a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. Um, haven't even had kids yet. So that makes me feel some kind of way. Straight up tampon came out. Uh, absolutely not. Hope you're having a great tour. Love and light. Bye. Girl, sister, friend, I want you to know that I hear you. I see you. We've all been there. We've all had a loose slip. And that has nothing to do for the gentleman listening, just want to give, want to lay down some science that I do understand. Has nothing to do with the lips, has nothing to do with the the muscles inside of your body. What happens is sometimes you can just, you know, like when you're, you're in a, you're, you're in a jog and it, you got, if you got a full tampon, it just, she's coming out. You know what I mean? I don't know how to describe it. I've been there. We've all been there. Name a time that you haven't been there where you've just been in the mall, you know, just got off the escalator, heavy flow. You're about to walk into Abercrombie, bop. Next thing you know, you go, she came out. She's out. She's gone. She is, she just, she was in. Now she's not. We've all been there. And I, I can't imagine, listen, good for you. First of all, pat yourself on the fucking back for exercising on your period. Let's go ahead and establish a baseline of you did it, bitch. You know what's the number one thing I'm not doing the day I menstruate? Any sort of 
cardiovascular activity. Okay, I'm going to moan as loud as possible to let everybody in my household know I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to say six times in the mirror, you look like shit because you're on your period. Then I'm going to yell something usually towards the sky like the patriarchy. And then I'll, you know, just lay in bed and probably watch 20,000 different videos of, you know, how to plant these seeds in my backyard that I've bought on Amazon, you know, for when the nuclear bomb comes. This is the other thing that I haven't really thought through. I don't know why I can't get off this. Like, how am I going to then grow seeds outside when the soil has radiation in it? Didn't think that one through either. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe fingers crossed, fingers crossed. We got a couple more years and I can learn how to garden and then I can move those plants into a dehydrator and like have dehydrated squash or cucumber in my bunker. That's what I'm thinking. Glass half full, attitude of gratitude. But what I meant to say was good for you for exercising. You're already three steps ahead of the game. When I'm on my period, I let everyone know how uncomfortable, miserable I am. Now, I don't get really intense periods anymore. I had to get back on the birth control. Another controversial thing. And this is not me giving like fake news or something. I was listening to a couple of doctors because I've been trying to, you know, regulate the hormones and the fertility and all that jazz. I'm on my own journey that eventually I'll share. But I stay on the birth control for my ovarian cyst because if not, it really fucks me up. So I do well on birth control. I don't want to be on it anymore. I feel whatever, but I I look better. When people are like, you look like you've lost weight, you look like you I swear to God, birth control is way better for me than not being on it. But I listened to this podcast the other day and they were like, how terrible birth control is for you. But then on the other end, they're like, if you've ever been on it for five or more years, you cut your like, you cut your chances of getting ovarian cancer in half, something crazy, like 50%. Okay. So again, information coming at you in a million ways. It's like, Nobody knows what the fuck to do. Nobody knows what to say. Nobody knows how to make an informed decision because on one hand, you're, you're, it's good. On the other hand, it might be horrible. On the other hand, I may never be able to give any more eggs to get children. On the other hand, you know, I'm not in the hospital with a flipped upside down over ovarian cyst rupturing. On the other hand, my tampons don't fall out anymore because they're not so soaked and saturated because I have very light, loose periods. But on the other hand, I don't ever know when my period's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I'm not even, these are the thoughts that go on in every woman's head. On the other hand, you're exercising, getting out there, getting your steps. And on the other hand, I'm laying in bed, now Googling, what do I do with all these fucking seeds while laying on a heating pad when I only need like a, a light tampon for maybe two and a half days, which on the other hand, I feel like it's probably not good either. So I hear you. We all hear you. I love that I really brought that back to me. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that experience of it just slipping out. And guys don't get it. You know, one time we were driving down the road. I'll never forget this. We were going to a wedding. And I thought I might have started my period. And I'll never forget how shocked Jeff was. And I literally, I'm just embarrassed that I'm sharing this. So I had a dress on. So what did I do? I like, we're in the car. Thought I might have started my period. So I just stuck my hand in. You know, pulled the thong to the side, just did a light tap, brought my hand up. Jeff almost went over the Tappan Zee Bridge. He was like, what are you doing? I said, I was just checking to see if my period started. Like, I can't reach down and look. I don't want to pull down my underwear. 
So I just did a little light tap. Everybody's done the little fingertip. Oh my God, can I just check real quick? I said, Jeff, you scratch your nuts all fucking day in the kitchen, preparing meals for the family. You will scratch, stir the risotto, scratch, cut the burrata. I don't want to hear it. It's all the same shit at the end of the day. A light to check if I've started, a light tap to the taint is harmless. Used hand sanitizer immediately after. Don't need to, though we're not going to shame anybody for their pH balance down there because the vagina is a beautiful thing. And look what we can do. You know what I mean? But have we, every girl has been there where a, you didn't know you were about to start your period and it, it just came. That's the thing that Jeff also doesn't understand. He's like, how do you not know when it's coming? Cause sometimes you just don't. And I used to be on a regular t- every 28 days, bam, always been regular my whole life. But some days you just don't know. Some days it just says you're running the New York City Marathon and it just slips out. I don't know. how. Why are you asking me these questions? Every woman knows when it's coming and every woman also doesn't know when it's coming. And it's probably some sort of weird trauma response. Because Eve ate the fucking apple. You know, maybe I wouldn't be buying seeds online. If Eve would have just gone for a PB&J, would have hit a, sh- a food cart, gotten a street taco before she had to eat the apple from the snake, you know, but here we are. And our girl over here is hitting the trail, getting in her steps because so- society says she needs to exercise. Well, also, not just society. science is good. We should all get in steps and be working on our heart health. You know what I mean? We all should because that's important. I've been working out, lifting heavy weights, and I've never felt better in my life. Muscles are toned. I'm feeling great. I go on my walks. I do my weights. I'm about to start diving into Pilates. Why? For health. Want to be strong. Want to be strong. But yeah, we've all been there. You know, hitting that treadmill. Bop. Pops out. And that that means, that says nothing about you as your pelvic floor strength. That just means pussy's tight and she was full. You know what I mean? And that's what that means. And guess what? You know what that tampon said when she came out, you? I found you. But I'm glad you made it home safe. I'm glad we didn't have any further accidents. And it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day to buy some seeds. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Caitlin from Cincinnati. Um, And I am just calling in with a giant absolutely yes, which is, your show here in Cincinnati on Friday night. My husband and I came and it was so good. I laughed till I cried. And we also got to come to your question and answer afterwards. And I actually got the nerve up to speak and ask you a question and get a picture with you. And just absolutely yes to you being so real and down to earth and so friendly and just thank you because I have been listening to your podcast for the last two or three years and I have a lot of imaginary conversations with you um and so for you to be just as awesome in person as I would have hoped that you would be I don't know I just feel like you hear a lot of stories about people needing their favorite celebrity and it not being as great as they think and 
you were amazing. And uh, now I feel like we're basically friends. So absolutely yes to Connection and your show on Cincinnati night. That Friday night. And uh, my toddler is chiming in the background. But absolutely yes. Thank you for putting on such a great show and being so awesome. Love and light. You know, out of all the voicemails, I decided to choose this voicemail because it really built me up. You know what I mean? It it was just reminding everybody that I am nice and great. And that's how I like to end every episode. No, I wanted to end on a positive note because I've realized we've gotten pretty dark, pretty dark here. I mean, listen, on the way to Cincinnati, I made Ray and Chris in the car listen to really horrific, just so sad, so incredibly sad. And not that we should, again, put our head in the sand, but about North Korea. You know, I've been obsessed with North Korea for a long time now. It's a personal problem. I'll work through it. And I, I was making the boys listen to, listen to a podcast about North Korea and one of the defectors. And it was just, it was so dark. It was so fucking dark. <laughs> and at one point they were like, hey, Heather, you have to go do a comedy show tonight. Can we maybe put on me just a light Beyonce just to like get us all back in a positive mood? And I was like, you're right. You're right. So I want you to know the energy going into the Cincinnati show after seeing the woman openly smoke blunt in Walgreens and listening to some pretty dark times on the four hour ride there was I didn't know what the energy was going to be going into Cincy. And then the Cincinnati crew brought so much energy back to me that I gave it back to you. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like in Indiana, when the ladies, Iowa and Indiana were fighting. But if we all came together and we worked together, the energy is even better. And the people from Cincinnati, and shout out to everybody from Kentucky who came down to Cincinnati too, were so much fucking fun that I was able to give you the best of me. Now, if you were to meet me after, say, I don't know, another show where maybe I, I didn't eat that day, or maybe, you know, I had a tampon pop out of my pussy mid light jog to the stage, you may say differently. You may walk away one day and go, wow, Heather was a real bitch. But you know what? The energy that you brought me and Cincy was the energy I was giving back to you, and it was full throttle fun. Like you have no idea what it's like to walk off the stage and just, well, you guys get it. When you leave a show and you're like, that was so much fun. You know, I gave you my all. I give my all at all the shows, but when you guys give it back to me, I'm like, let's go docky. There was a woman in the audience at the Cincinnati show who said she and her husband ran an OnlyFans. I've been looking for their OnlyFans. I can't really find it. But if she hears this, you were second row. She was so much fun with her husband. They were there with another great couple. If they do still actually have a live act of OnlyFans, please DM me. I would love to see your buttholes. You know what I mean? That would be so much fun. That would be fun. That would be great. Because they were a hoot and a half and gave me so much energy on the front row. Like, you know, they were just, they were in it. But also, you know what I love? I love that you had a great night with your husband. And I love that you were able to get out and get away from the fam. And I love that your toddler was on this. But it's just what an overall positive note. And I'm glad I wasn't a cunt. How bad could this voicemail have been if you were like, hey, we met you after the show. You punched me in the donkey teeth after I popped out of your suitcase and said, I found you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Also, I'll just tell you this right now. I'm really not that much of a moody bitch. I'm, I, I've been PMSing hard. I've been crying a lot. But I told you, I've been crying for happy things. Again, I'm the person, I watch the Hallmark movie and I cry. 
I watch something tragic and I, I feel nothing. And I don't know what that says about me. Like, I just laughed that there. I just said, I see something like, I don't know why the sweet stuff makes me cry, but the sad stuff, I, it, it makes me sad. Dude, the farmer's dog commercial, the farmer's dog commercial at the Super Bowl. I watched that and I was sobbing. That's how I do know I'm actually about to start my period. Jeff was like, what are, the dog didn't die at the end, Heather. I was like, but the dog was old. Shout out to Farmer's Dog. You know, that's what I feed rigs. But literally, great marketing on their end. Great campaign. If you haven't seen it, Google it. Such a good commercial. I was hysterically crying. Also might have been teetering a little bit because I had had a glass of wine and was (laughs) buying seeds online. So again, real topsy-turvy, you know, real up and down of emotion there. But also thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Because that, you know, I'm not a horrible person because sometimes I get in my head and I know I'm not a horrible person. I'm very kind. I'm very, you know. Also, my moods don't really change. I'm not an up and down. Even when I drink, I kind of stay even keeled. But I get anxious too before shows. I feel some type of way. I want to go out there and give my all and do my best. I know y'all feel that way about work. You know, I know that you're going to your job or you're dealing with your kids and you're doing all those things. You're like, you want to give it your all. So I'm glad to know that I went out there and I gave it my all and you felt that. But I will say this. I cannot guarantee if you pop out of my dressing room again, I cannot guarantee that I won't be, you know, in action. I won't jump into action. As long as we keep it at a chill distance, you know what? I think we're going to be okay. As long as we, can I get a hug? Absolutely. I'm coming in for the hug. But if you, if I'm in the bathroom changing and then you're just standing over me in the stall and you're like, can I get a hug? I don't know how that's going to end. You know what I mean? They say never meet your heroes. I met my hero once. I used to love Joan. I mean, I still love her. Joan Rivers in comedy was just very iconic. And she was so lovely and kind. And it made the biggest difference. But I'm sure somebody one day will meet me when I'm on my period. And my tampon, I'm going through TSA at the airport. My tampon just slipped out. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know it was coming. Didn't see it. The warning signs were there. Just like all these UFOs or whatever, or China or whatever, whoever's sending something. It's like the red flags are there. And that's how a lot of women feel in their period. The red flags are there, but sometimes we just don't know what's coming. So if I am ever kind of short or anything, at the airport, wherever you might see me, I'm catching a flight. Deuces, love you, can't stop. Got to catch this flight. Know that it's coming from a place of love. And know that I'm actually probably sitting at home or I'm catching that flight, running to the next gate because I got a show that night. And in my mind, I'm thinking, why did I buy so many fucking seeds? Why did I buy so many seeds? I don't know what to do with them. I don't know how to use them. Why? But I want you to know that I did go through about 100 insane voicemails and I picked this one just because it was going to make me feel good. (laughs) You know, I just needed it. But the meet and greet at Cincinnati was absolutely phenomenal. You know, it was great. The meet and greet in Indiana. And if you were there, you'll also know there was one woman there who had no idea where she was. She had no idea. She had no idea who she, what, what state she was in. You know, she might've also been doing something illegal crossing, crossing state lines. I don't know. She did not know what show she was at. You know, we had a couple of those and that's what I love. That's why I love, love traveling around. Seeing what crazy shit you guys are getting up to in every city. Cleveland was fun. Oh, dude, 
Shout out to Chelsea, who brought her mom and dad to the show in Cleveland. I'm ripping jokes at the dad, right? He's so much fun. I don't realize that the mom is sitting on the other side of Chelsea. So shout out to Chelsea's parents, first and foremost. Apparently, they listen to the podcast. Chelsea's mom, I'm so sorry. I was just ripping jokes at your husband. I didn't also know you were there. And then I may have said something inappropriate, you know, a funny BJ joke. But that, I didn't realize you were there. So I hope that you also laughed at that joke too. You know where my heart's coming from. And when people bring their dads, nothing makes me happier. Nothing makes me happier. And that's what it's all about. I love you guys. As always, you can call into the podcast, 800-213-7503, and get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I'll see you next week in Knoxville, Philadelphia, and I've got some exciting surprises that I'll bring you next week. Can't talk about it now. Keep you on your toes. Love you, mean it. Arrivederci. Ciao, bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.